15-second uh, time delay there. You know what? I'm going to actually I'm gonna do this over Skype, and I'm going to close the window rather than uh, doing it yelling out the window. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so we're playing, like, the world's longest telephone? Like, uh, we've got two... I think, yeah, wait. Someone's <laughs> messing with the string, I think. It's, it's, I'm getting pulled a little bit too tight It's over one here. really long fucking piece of string that's going between oh, our houses. Oh, my God. So... Uh, I'm actually, I'm doing this with uh, Alfredo on my hand. <laughs> oh my God, Alfredo. Uh, so, so Gray has this little hand puppet with, uh, and then you have like the little stick that controls the other one of his hands and it's Alfredo, it's the Swedish chef, right? I thought it was, it, no, it's not the Swedish chef, it's an Italian. It's okay. an Italian, uh, it's an Italian puppet. Who's dressed like a chef. I call him Alfredo. (laughs) (laughs) It horrifies Gray's poor dog. Gray's dog's like jumping up, leaping at it, trying to rip its face off. (laughs) Maybe that's why Ted is so bad with people normally. He was crazy about you, though. Everyone. Ted loves JP. It's like they were, it was like as soon as they met, there was an animated heart around the both of them. I've never seen Ted attacks people. He's a little baby wolf. He, he hates people so much. Dogs like me. I'm, I'm an animal person. He loves like you me. like crazy. It was so weird. <laughs> it was just like it was like a match. It was it was like something right out of a uh, a rom com. <laughs> you, you were Matthew McConaughey, and Ted is Kate Hudson. <laughs> So you're saying my visit to you was like a rom-com. Okay, all right. Yeah, except you you fell for Ted immediately. <laughs> and then you guys, like, got together, broke up, got together, broke up. It was a love triangle that no one saw coming. And realized you had to be together. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the now we're back, and it, the weather's awful. Apparently the whole East Coast is going to get a lot of snow. But I'm happy to be back. It's baseball season, Greg. Yeah. Oh, I just uh, I I just tweeted out. Uh, look who I ran into at Whole Foods. Look at uh, look at the text I sent you. Oh, you sent me a text about? All right, I'll pull. Yeah, it. I sent you a text on my tweet. Oh my god, Greg! All right, you sent me a text that is a link to a Twitter. Why yeah, couldn't yeah, you just? Why, why couldn't you just? Why couldn't you just send me the picture? 
please tweet uh, please uh, cl- click on the link. Oh, it's with Weird Al. Cool. <laughs> I saw Weird Al at Whole Foods. That was the best sighting ever. <laughs> what? I, I lost it. I was like, Weird Al. <laughs> Oh my god, he was like in the uh, he was in the ice cream aisle, <laughs> and he got really scared at first. <laughs> I was, oh my god, I was so crazy. I'm crazy for weird now, like Ted is like crazy Ted is for you. Eh, that, that works. I love that there's this King Rabbit wine poster right over your head. And how did you convince him to take a selfie with you? Uh, actually, Coogs brought up a good point after I showed her the picture, and she was like. How do you not ask him to be on the podcast? I was like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Oh. I can't believe I forgot to ask him about the podcast. What were you so thinking? now I have, now I got Coogs reaching out to Weird Al's representation <laughs> to see if he can get out. The, uh, the email's going to be like, hey, this really weird short dude who wanted to take a <laughs> selfie with you at the Whole Foods wants you to come on to his baseball podcast. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm back. I'm back. Jam on it. Oh, my God. Dude, he should record our, uh, a version of our theme song. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, man. I actually, I kind of want to hang up. Uh, I want to get off the podcast right now and run back to Whole Foods. <laughs> see, see if he's still, still looking at ice cream. It's a, there's oh, a lot of choices out there. Oh, my God. It's like you get, like, <laughs> a few moments in life, and I really I blew that one. <laughs> I'll, link, uh, I'll link this tweet in the podcast here so everyone can see it. Um, so, baseball, we've got some spring training injuries and hoobla, uh, something to do with World Baseball Classic, I haven't really been following it that much, but, uh, uh, then a big, big part of today's show is gonna be my favorite show of the year, where we actually get to, get to cross our ranking swords, Gray. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. <laughs> We're gonna be talking starting pitcher ranks. I put out my top 100, uh, how long ago was that? A few weeks ago. And Gray, of course, ranks everyone. So we actually get to yell at ranks. I don't get to just make fun of your ranks and say I do it differently without actually doing it. <laughs> That's true. I uh, Yeah, I saw one. We'll, we'll wait till we get there. I saw one that was like, wow, I, I didn't even like this guy, and you're crazy about him. So there's definitely one. What, <laughs> if, was... nothing else, if nothing else, we can talk about one pitch. <laughs> was his first name Ted? Was that the first name of the pitcher? No, it's uh, Sean. Oh, okay. All right. Can you guess? Yeah, yes. Yes, I can. Sean uh, Sean of Hawaii. Although, yeah. is he from no, Hawaii? A, yeah, of, no, I think it's Samoan. Oh, okay. Well, that general region of the Pacific, I don't know. <laughs> I think okay. they're probably thousands of miles away. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so the, the biggest news from spring training, Gray, from the past week is obviously... Tim Tebow got a hit today! Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Can he uh, play first and for the Rockies? Uh, he cannot play first, and he probably won't play for the Rockies, but I don't I don't think he'd uh, accept a job in a, in a state that legalized marijuana. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I don't really know that much about Tebow because I don't know anything about football, so I'm like, I'm... I'm not really – it's weird for me. It's kind of – it's like uh, if you never saw if – you, if you didn't know, like, David Bowie music and you just saw, like, Tron or something. Was he in Tron? He wasn't Tron. <laughs> Tron, wasn't like Labyrinth or something? Is that what you're – Labyrinth or – yeah, like what? Yeah, like you just saw him in Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you were like, wow, this guy's a great actor. Or was he... Who was in Time Bandit? Was he in Time Bandit? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. As you can tell, I'm not really a huge David Bowie <laughs> acting fan. <laughs> well, um, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if you yeah, were yeah. just to see him, like, if you were to see David Bowie acting, and you were like, wow, this guy is a great actor, huh? I never heard of him before. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Tebow. I really don't know anything about him other than the Mets gave him a contract, and every time he does anything, like people, he trends on Twitter. I, don't, I have no idea what the uh, fascination is with Tim Debo. I really have no clue. I'm not. I'm not saying that just to be like you know the oddball. <laughs> uh, well, I was part of the part of the reason for that, Francie. I saw Tebo play in Florida. Did yeah. I even tell you that? I think I, t- uh, I, think no, I told you. No, no, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Uh, okay. Well, I recorded his at bats. I put it on. Uh, I put it on YouTube. Everyone should watch it. Just for fun. But he went 0 for 4, got a strikeout in that game, but got a hit. He's not important, but it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have no, I don't know why it's even funny. Like, because I don't, he, I don't get it. He's like 250, but muscular 250. He doesn't look like a baseball player. There was a home run hit right to him, and he took like three steps forward before like deer in the headlights panicking backwards and then it's a home run <laughs> so it's just funny because he's so clueless on the baseball field that's, uh, the, that's the comedy that's coming from tebow no nah, i mean it's just uh it's just it's today's world of <laughs> it's today's like, world. like kim kardashian right, is right, going to be starting man. in right field <laughs> oh right, yeah i'm the old man long. you're you're over here saying what david bowie movies and you quote everything for like the early 80s time bandits come on <laughs> Was he? I forget. Was he in Labyrinth? <laughs> yes, he was in Labyrinth. I you feel know. like I, I know he was in some movies. I thought he was in like Dune or something. Uh, he wasn't. I Dune, don't even I know. Think. I'm not. I was like, yeah, okay. So uh. <laughs> it's like a bad uh, uh, what's we call? It? I don't know. I was gonna say it's like you're uh what should we call it uh p diddy <laughs> but you're like wow he was great in training day or something <laughs> but he wasn't really great in musical in the musical realm either so it doesn't really work as well you, i don't even know was tebow good at football i have no clue he won he won a big game for the broncos in the first round <laughs> one the, game Oy. well i mean they like were awful and they put him in the, the starter and he like wasn't great but he was okay and then the Broncos moved on to bring in Peyton Manning, and then no one really gave Tebow a chance. I think he played a little bit on the Jets, but was awful. I don't know. It's more a media circus than anything interesting. Let's move on. Uh, Ian Desmond, this is actually the biggest news because we both loved Ian Desmond, and spring training is stupid. Yeah. Agreed. Someone actually brought up a good point in the comments today. They were like, why is anyone even pitching inside in spring training? <laughs> like a bunch yeah. of jerk offs. God damn it. I you know what? I hate early drafts so much for this reason. Yeah, agreed. I, I drafted him in the uh, Yahoo Friends and Family. Like there's it's just shitty luck. There's n- absolutely no skill involved with me losing Ian Desmond's and uh, the uh I think I probably drafted him like the third or fourth round. I mean, oh, god damn it. Value. It sucks. Yeah, uh, did you get him in? Uh, are you doing your NFBC draft? Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I think the 13th round. Oh, I, don't, I didn't draft him there. Okay. Yeah, Rudy texted me that they're in the eighth round a couple of days ago. We're still in like the seventh or eighth now. 
Yeah. Ours is so yeah, it's a, it's super it can get super slow if the uh if you get like a couple people who just take a couple extra like you know take an hour or or four yeah <laughs> i have uh i have actually i feel like it's funny uh, not really funny but there's uh, <laughs> a lot of like talk in my chat about how slow everything is and you know like can't you people set auto picks and this is like like people are really angry yeah, in my chat set room. a little bit in ours yet, too. I think is we're drafting really fast for a slow draft. <laughs> I, faster people ours. realize like usually these things are really slow. Like like two rounds a day is a good day for a slow uh, draft. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those would be fun. Desmond have uh, is going to have surgery Wednesday. It's the second metacarpal bone. Uh, I, I don't know. That's like your middle finger. That feels like that's like right in the middle of your hand. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to be looking to draft him anymore. I know the. Yeah, I moved him down to around 170 overall. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I reduced him a good like 40, 45 percent of his playing time for this season. You got to assume he's going to be out for at least two and a half months. And even when he comes back, it's his hand. So is it going to affect his hitting? I don't know. It's not. It's not a good situation. I would probably take a flyer uh, towards the end of drafts. Maybe um, you know. Maybe say you know, like well, I, well, I put him at like around one sixty, one seventy overall. So I, I mean, I could probably see a flyer there as a guy you're just going to put on your DL for a good two to three months. I would guess. Yeah, and that's the thing that I want to reiterate again, and I feel like I've brought this up with you, I think. I, I don't know, but I think the DL is going to get abused more. Like, it, it's going to be a huge... There, if you're going to draft Ian Desmond and be like, oh, I'll just put him on my DL, even with two DL spots, you're going to want those two DL spots like two weeks into the season. I think <laughs> yeah. teams are going to DL everyone. That's how it goes. Like You draft a completely healthy team, and you're like, I'm going to take Ian Desmond and put him on my DL because yeah. I got no one else on the DL. And then you get to like April 15th and you're like, wait a minute. Not only do I have six injured players, but I also haven't even started my taxes yet. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and yeah, with the 10-day the DL stuff, every pitcher is that misses one start is is going to be put on the DL. It's it's going to be a nightmare. So I'm that's another reason I'm not looking to draft any injured guys. Uh, speaking of in, any injured guys, Jason Kipnis had a setback with his rotator cuff. He's going to miss the beginning of the season. Was it you that said that this is feeling like Michael Brantley? Mm, pro- I mean, who else do you talk to? Uh, not that many people, sadly. <laughs> uh, okay, then. So, I, mean, I can't remember if I was on the podcast if, if or not. If it's anything but... like it. If it's something that sounds intelligent, it was probably me. <laughs> oh, my God. Pompous ass. Yeah, right before we recorded, I was like, I hate you in Words with Friends. Finally started playing Grey. I mean, I'm, I'm hanging with you, but... Yeah. No, oh, you're my, fine. Oh, my God. You're not bad. I, I play my mom. <laughs> if if, if uh, Mama Albright's listening, no offense, but you're terrible. <laughs> Poor Mama Albright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to play Coogs' mom. Oi. <laughs> okay. Wow, burning bridges with before, all the, all the family. Before I have to sit in the, in the car during the next Passover, let's move on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kipnis is going to miss opening day. Uh, yeah, this this could linger the whole season. Uh, yeah, I 
Kipnis is a bit of a bore anyway. I, I'm not a fan of a, you know, I wouldn't draft him necessarily healthy, so I'm kind of whatever on Kipnis. I don't even, like, I feel like he's the type of guy who, even when he comes up, I'm like, yeah, let me look at a different position to draft. I'm not taking Kipnis. Yeah. I'm kind I'd of never, I never way. really get excited about Kipnis. Like, I'll, I'll see him and then I'll be like, yeah, maybe I'll take a picture. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he just went in uh, my NFBC, and he wasn't close to being someone I wanted. So. Where did he, uh, what was it, like the 7th, 8th round? Uh, somewhere around pick 100 or yeah, so. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I moved him down in my uh, rankings to around 100 overall. So yeah. I dropped him, I think, about 60, uh, maybe 50, like 50 spots overall. Because, you know, they're saying he's just going to miss opening day, and he'll probably be back within a week or two, but... Yeah, I mean, I dropped him. I still wouldn't draft him. Uh, it's like, I don't know. He's just such a bore. Uh, he actually went fairly late now that I'm looking at it. Looks like pick 129 or so. But still, that that didn't feel like a great value. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty low on him, too. Uh, a guy you were low on that we talked about in our uh, shortstop third base preview was Corey Seager. Now, he's got an oblique issue and might miss a whole week of spring training. Now, it is spring training. They might just be taking it really careful and cautious. But, yeah, your, yeah, your points I'm are... I'm kicking myself. I'm kicking myself because I, I should have written over, an overrated post on Corey Seager. Uh, now, I feel like I'm, you know, it's too obvious to say you should avoid him because of the injury. I, uh, I, never, I didn't like him to begin with before he was injured because he just doesn't bring any speed at all to the table and he doesn't bring that much power i'm not i'm not really a big fan of players like that like think of uh like a matt carpenter or something like he's fine but you know no no speed really uh you know uh cory seager showed more power than carpenter but it's sort of the same situation where good average 27 homers good counting stats no speed it's fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't think he's a terrible player. I just think he's more. He's a better real life player. And now that he's injured, Corey Seager's really not being drafted by me anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. You kind of sold me to push him closer to like third round ish, and even that was higher than I think you have him. Like, and what? that's way lower than most people. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean he I was around, and he's going in the. He went in the first round of my NFBC draft. Oh, he's God. going in the first round, and just about all expert drafts that I've seen. The, yeah, that, I, I never had them that high. I mean, you're taking, like, I'd rather have Correa over him, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. And, yeah, like, no, and I like he's people, barely in the first round. Yeah, no, Carrera, I like. I think he's uh, he's like a top 15 guy. Um, yeah, Seager, I just, I think Carrera... Uh, Carrera, Carrera, Carrera. <laughs> Stop! Just, just, just let the the, the name mispronunciations Carrera, happen. Carrera. Don't try Carrera. to fix the names. Don't. Carrera. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> anyway, I think that Schmohawk is uh, the same power as Seeger, but he has also speed. Uh, so I don't see how Seeger's going before him. Other than, I mean, I guess fifteen points on average is pushing him that far above him i don't know i anyway seager's hurt now so i would try i've i already had him in like the third round i think overall i i would say 
I probably would draft him in the third round, and maybe that's where he's falling now. But before the third round, I think he's way overrated and overpriced. All right. A uh, couple other quick things. Desclafani had renewed elbow soreness. Not yeah, I dropped him out. He plummeted my rankings. I, yeah. I think I, I put him in like around 100 overall from like I think maybe 40 or 50 overall. So, yeah, yeah he, he dropped a big – He's, he's done. I I, I would say he's probably headed for surgery or something. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised there. Uh, scary with uh, Salvador Perez. He got run into in his knees by his own teammate, the <laughs> Drew Butera, the backup Royals catcher, <laughs> running into Salvador Perez. He just has a knee bruise, though. He'll be fine. Um, it looked like the uh, – it was like uh, when Homer – got hit by the cannonball in the stomach. It was like, it was just like the immovable object meets the really fat immovable object. And they both just like, long. Uh, anything, uh, anything from World Baseball Classic from you? I mean, Danny Duffy looked pretty good. C-Mart looked okay, but it's whatever. Yeah, it's more or less the same as spring training. Yeah. Um, I hope it, uh, I just hope it doesn't hurt you know, get anyone hurt because they're pushing themselves harder than they would in, in the spring. I think uh, Duffy, didn't Duffy go like six innings? That's a lot more than yeah, I think he would have played I'm, in spring I, training. We'll talk Duffy more in the in the pitcher previews, but I'm, like, I love his stuff, but the Royals always seem so concerned about his uh, innings, and he still only pitched, how many innings did he pitch last year? Like 180 or something like that? I want to say, yeah, like between 170 and 180. Yeah. yeah. I don't have him in front of me. And now so. he's going to do World Baseball Classic and try to do the full grind of a, you know, 200, 210-inning season. I'm just a little leery. And he ended last year kind of weak because he was probably a little bit, a little bit, you know, exhausted. Mm. Yeah. Nah, I mean, we'll talk about it more in stars. Okay. I like Duffy. Uh, a couple other things I saw in spring. I saw AJ Reed hit an absolute moonshot home run off uh, Addison Reed. Ironically enough, oh my God, Addison Reed gave up six runs in point two innings. Oh wow! <laughs> in his appearance, I saw. Yeah, I hope uh, Familia doesn't get suspended too long because I've already I've drafted him. I think in two leagues now. He's been coming at a good discount because of. Uh, the suspension that is looming um, due to domestic violence thing. So I don't know. And yeah, I mean it's That's only it's only one spring start for Reed, but is there any chance there's a a Sagnoff closer besides Reed in uh, their bullpen? I'm looking at it now. Fernando huh. Salas, mm. Hansel Robles. I, I don't know if there's any. Nah. Sort of thing there. Nah. Well, it's just a thought. It's just it was just one start. Yeah, I yeah. mean, one, one, one appearance. appearance, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I, AJ Reed actually is not a bad post-hype guy. Cause yeah. He, everyone was crazy about him last year. I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me to see him bust out this year because the, uh, like last year, there was a reason why everyone was crazy about him last year because he's really talented. Just because he didn't, you know, it, it didn't all click his rookie year. I don't think people should write him off. That's, uh, that's actually an interesting name because I don't think, uh, Guriel, uh, Yoletsky, uh, or, um, who else do they have over there? Uh, maybe they play Gaddis at first. I don't even know who they're, I don't know. And Beltran is no, he, he's 
you know, he's old. He, he could break down. I think Reed could see 350 at bats over there if he uh, if he's hitting. It's very possible he's got four home runs this spring. Like I said, that homer I saw in person was an absolute moonshot. It was gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I mean, he only had 122 at bats last year. I mean, yeah, he was terrible, but yeah. it's not really a big sample. I, I'm with you. I think, especially AL only. That's, yeah. that's someone you can get really cheap that can fill in some power holes. And you know the uh, and you know why uh, I think it's okay to say this now. Um, Rudy had gone to a Christmas party last year where the Astros GM was uh, Lunau. Mm, uh, not Jeff, sure. Jeff, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Lunau. Anyway, uh, so Rudy was at the Christmas party and he was like. And he said to me, he was like, what's one guy who you're banking on as breaking out this year? And the GM said, A.J. Reed. So Interesting. he obviously had a ton of confidence in him uh, last year. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think uh, if he were to just be a year behind where everyone thought he was, he's still only 23 years old. Yeah, he's still I, I, really uh, young. A.J. Reed, someone, that's a good, I mean, it's a good one. I think... Uh, there's a possibility there. Everyone, I think, after after a guy burns you once, people are like, ah, forget it. He's the next coming of Brett Lowry or, you know, or however you say Lowry. Uh, yeah, someone yelled at you for saying, I'm like, have <laughs> you was, listened uh, to this Vin, podcast? Vin, Vin, Vin wins. Uh, <laughs> he, he was the one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm like, oh, man. Like the uh, first the first name I thought the, I actually the, said correctly. The first I, I, name I said yeah. wrong still. It's the only name you've ever gotten wrong, that's for sure. Uh <laughs> so yeah, that's an interesting one. That I might try to get him in uh NFBC as well. Yeah, it, it would be a good NFBC late round guy who you uh you just stash until uh Beltran either gets hurt or uh Yuleski just you know, flames out because he's really not that good. I, I don't see him being the uh, first baseman all year. Uh, I also saw Matt Harvey, but I'll save that for the pitcher talk. Uh, figured the, I thought there was one more thing. Cespedes hit a home run, but that's whatever. And nothing else too interesting besides the, the Tebow nonsense. Watched the Astros for a couple games, so I got to see a lot of their guys. So Where did you uh, – what stadiums are by uh... – or by Palm Beach. Uh, we went to Roger Dean Stadium. I think that was the uh, the Cardinals home stadium. I wore I wore my Brewers hat to the Cardinals home stadium. That was funny. Uh, oh really? No, no one was rude about it. It was fine. I wonder. Did you go by uh, Mar-a-Lago at all? No, we did uh, Roger Dean for Cardinals Astros, and then no, Mar-a-Lago is the Trump uh, uh, compound. Did you go uh, by? No. No, did not. Oh. Uh, we did go by the Trump National Golf Course where he plays, but oh yeah, is yeah. it? Did you go down Ocean Boulevard there in Palm Beach? Uh, we did go to the ocean for a second, but I don't think I don't yeah. know exactly. That's where uh, that's where my mom's got a place over there. That's where uh, Grandpa Joe's hanging oh, out. Oh, right maybe maybe I was real close to Grandpa <laughs> Joe and didn't oh, know. Oh my god, I got a quick I got a quick uh, crazy grandfather story. <laughs> So he was at, uh, so his girlfriend broke her hip. <laughs> she's like 25 years younger than him, but he's still in better shape. So anyway, so she's at the hospital and her kid shows up <laughs> and, and Joe says something to him like, Hey, Hey, let, let me, Hey, let me talk. I'm, I'm done listening to you. <laughs> so the son 
pushes Joe up against the wall. Is like, who do you think you're talking to? And Joe, and Joe is like, oh my god, I'm 89 years old. Get off of me. <laughs> And then when he was relaying it to me, he was like, you should have seen this guy. It was like a mini Pearl Harbor. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? A mini Pearl Harbor. It was like, it was a, a sneak attack. Oh, I get, okay. I didn't know if that was an Asian comment or... No, no, he's not. No, he hangs out with transgender karaoke singers. That's a good he's point. Out he's, he's very tolerant, except for uh, sneak attacks. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things from spring. Uh, Mitch Hanniger's having a good spring. I got him for a dollar in my CBS uh, auction league thing. I was happy another with that. one. I might... I might go for him in the NFBC league. Well, actually, it's kind of he, hurting hit. me saying who I'm going to go I for. Know, but still drafting, still and drafting. the podcast people are listening to. Well, I mean, Hanniger should go in like the the 20-ish rounds, right? While Reed mm. should go 30s or 40 rounds. I, I don't know. I'm in the, uh, the 13th round right now, and I would say Hanniger, yeah, maybe he's like three or four rounds away, so... Yeah, like 16th, maybe 16th, 17th round. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's hard because it's like, at this point, everyone's just drafting their own team. Like, you know, I took, uh, in my last pick, I took uh, Yasmani Tomas, but Ooh. someone else took Taiwan Walker. So, you know, it's like people are, I'm taking outfielder, that guy's taking pitchers. You know, people are drafting whatever they need. It's not really, you know, so much about like, oh, uh, you know, Hanneker's, yeah, he's a decent fifth outfielder, I think, in a 15-team league. Yeah, he's got a two-homer, six RBIs, hitting 448, leading spring training among qualifiers and average, and an OPS, 1308 OPS. Obviously, yeah. small spring samples, but good to see there. Uh, one more thing I want to mention is we cannot be pimping Trevor Story any more than we already are. Yeah, no, I know. He's another guy, like... How do you put Corey Seager above Trevor yeah, Story? Oh, that makes no, I don't yeah, get that. I, I'm so, I'm I don't get it either. Story's got four homers already in spring, hitting 320. Stop hitting in spring, Trevor Story, because now everyone's going to be more and more excited. Yeah, no, I know. Agreed. I uh, I think Story is conservatively a 30 homer, 10 steal guy. Super. Con- that's really conservative. And that blows Corey Seager out of the water. I mean, okay, maybe Story hits for a 270 average versus 300, but still, I mean, the power and speed, I mean, power especially, it's just, I mean, he, he could hit 35, 40 homers. Yeah, I, I don't really disagree. I was happy to get him in uh, the CBS League. Uh, that might be the only league I get him in at this rate, which is, uh, which is sad. But I really like Trevor Story. He went... Uh, pretty early, I think he went like the end of the first round of NFBC. Every everyone, all the Rasball people are obviously love him. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right then. All right, Let's yeah, yeah, pitchers. pitchers. It's pitcher time. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna work off uh, Gray's ranks here. Compare them to where I ranked in mine. Uh, obviously, link where the ranks are, but you should know where all the ranks are by now. Uh, both of us have Scherzer at number two, Kershaw number one. You're still sticking with Scherzer, even with the uh, knuckle stuff. Yeah, and in, in as much as 
I would not draft them. I'm sticking them there. Remind everyone. You know, not to hedge too much, but yeah, Scherzer's still, I mean, I think he's fine. He seems like until he's not right, he, I think you have to give him the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. I think he's been so phenomenal for the last, you know, three, four years that you just can't, you, I don't think you can mar- move Scherzer down that much. If you're actually drafting a top starter, which I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, I just drafted my first starter, and I know you hate him, but I got him at pick like 130-something. I finally got my first starter. I got Zach Grinky that late in NFC. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Zach, Zach Grinky's awful. He looked, he looked better. He's the best pitcher I thought available. Yeah, well, you should have picked someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you're... Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, okay, uh, move it. Let's let's stay on the Ricks. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Madison Bumgarner. We both have him number three. I think that's your pretty industry standard one through three. Um, I, I'm just not a Chris Sale guy this year. You've got him four. Um, Rudy Rudy loves him. I know. I saw that. Yeah, we're both uh, using some Rudy, Rudy special sauce for our NFPCs. Um, I don't know. He, it, you know, he said he intentionally dropped the velocity to try to get more more outs and have lower pitch counts. Yeah, He's no, I agree. Going That's, to Fenway, I, I think there's warning signs there, and I'm still it's still an area where I would not draft a starter. But okay, I don't know. Chris Sales again. He's been he's been so tremendous for so many years. It, and uh, you know, to Rudy's point, he was saying like because I was actually debating him on the Chris Sale thing because I don't really like him either. Um, but he was saying that, you know, he thought that Chris Sale was coming from a, a pitcher's park and, uh, I mean, he was coming from a hitter's park versus, like, David Price was going from a, uh, you know, more of a neutral park to a hitter's park. Was it? Or even, no, or he, even a, a pitcher's. He was coming from Toronto. Well, it was only um, half a season. Well, there, yeah, no, but... I think it was more about the, the – uh, Tampa the Bay. Tampa Bay, I know. Well, yeah. that was the reason I liked Price last year is because he he was fine in Rogers Center in his half right. season there. Yeah, but, no, I I mean you know it's hard for me to really defend Chris Sale because I don't really like him either. But eh, if you're going to draft a high starter, I think I would go you know uh, Baumgartner or Scherzer or Kershaw before Sale as my ranking say. But I don't. I don't really think Chris Sale is going to be terrible either. I don't. I mean, I don't either. I have him seven. You have him four. So it's you know, it's not that big a difference. Uh, yeah. I did put a stat in my ranks that I thought was ridiculous. Uh, his slider, he in his career, he's walked thirty-two people with it and struck out five hundred and seventy-two. <laughs> that's insane. That's r- ridiculous. K to walk. <laughs> that's really that is really crazy. Five seventy two to thirty two. That is unbelievable. I mean, how many pitchers are stuck three two and have a fastball or two fouled off and can't control a slider? But anyway, moving on. Uh, you've got Syndergaard five. I have him four. I came into the ranks thinking I, I think he's pretty good, but the more I looked at it and shuffled stuff, I mean, he's. He's he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. I think uh, my biggest concern with Syndergaard is I actually have I have his uh, projections better than Sale, but I think Sale is a better bet to hit 220 innings. Where Syndergaard, yeah. I'm 
it's just like the Mets in general. I, I don't, you know, Syndergaard was diagnosed with a elbow spur last year. He never had uh, the operation to get it removed, which is fine. I mean, Lester has been pitching with elbow spurs for many yeah, years. Yeah. So it's not the end all, but. Yeah, it's you know I'm again at a position where I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't draft Syndergaard. I don't really hate him, but I also you know enough concern with his arm issues that I would be a little bit leery if I were to draft a high starter. Okay, I mean I'd get Syndergaard at a value, but yeah, he's going ahead. I haven't drafted a, drafted a high starter anywhere close yet. Uh, you've got Arietta six. I have him all the way down at eleventh. I do not like Arietta this year. No, I I don't either. I'm I'm pretty much I'm in the same camp as you. I just I have um I you know because I put up my tiers in like a way that's like okay I wouldn't draft this tier. So I just threw I threw a bunch of high starters in a tier I wouldn't draft. Uh, Arietta is one of those. So I wouldn't draft Arietta. I agree with you. I think he's going to – I have a lot of concern about him. I actually wrote a, a Schmohawk post on Arietta. I would totally avoid him. My, um, uh, my Cubs fan friend probably trolled you on it at some point in the comments. But yeah. you, get, you get trolled by so many comments that it's, it's noise <laughs> to you, right? Yeah, it's – yeah. Uh, like a, uh, like water on a duck's back. Yeah, it's like okay, whatever. I don't, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but if you're gonna troll me, then I don't, I don't respond. <laughs> um, no, but the, uh, but the what's it called the, uh, the thing I was gonna say. You just mentioned you haven't drafted a high starter. I drafted my highest starter in NFBC um, just uh, this weekend. I drafted Kluber How in high? the uh, in the third round, which is like for me, I think it's around pick fifty overall. That's probably pretty good value. I mean, I... yeah, no, it's great value. Wait, uh, so Darvish went in the second round. Wow. I mean, we'll get to Darvish yeah. in a second, but yeah, that's the I, I got Darvish in the CBS league for like twenty six. So I guess. I mean, I wasn't really thinking. So in an auction, I, I mean, Darvish, Darvish, and Kluber. Even you, you would agree that they're pretty much one A and one B, like more or less. Yes, right? I have them back to back. So yes, right. So you're you Darvish and Kluber are such close value. Someone drafts Darvish in the second round, and I and I'm able to get Kluber like you know almost fifteen picks later. I mean, I don't know, it's good value. Yeah. Uh, real quick with Arietta, uh, I noted in my uh, my uh, rankings that his uh, cutter or slider, whatever you want to call it, his his main power pitch really lost some effectiveness last year. Uh, 184 batting average against in 2015, up to 221 last year, and the K to walk was 88 to 18 in 2015 to 32 to 18. Who's this, Arietta? Arietta. Yeah, he oh, lost. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. No, I got. Yeah, I have major Arietta problems. Yeah, he lost a mile an hour on his main pitch there. I mean, it's. I lost a. Uh, yeah, I dropped like thousand words on why Arietta is overrated. Uh, like last week, I. Uh, yeah, I. I really. Uh, on yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere near him. I think. Uh, I thought there was a good like. In a, it's a small sample size, but a really like. I think it's pretty apt. That in the postseason last year, in 22 innings, he had a 3.63 year ERA. Uh, so uh, you know his 3.63 ERA is not a top 
five starter in the in the league. And yeah, that granted, that is only twenty two innings in, in the postseason. But I think that's more or less what you're looking at. Uh, you know, last year his second half was a three six nine ERA uh, with a seven and a half K nine. It's yeah, there's a, so many warning signs with Arietta. I would not go anywhere near him. Yeah, he's already 31 in the walk rate. What, didn't it go over 3%? It was almost 3.5% last year. Wow, that's – I forgot it was even that high. Yeah, the walk rate is scary. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. Uh, you've got Lester 7. I have him 9, so we're about the same there. He's pretty safe. Uh, I got some flack for having Verlander 8. Like a lot people, and and so then no I'm, one gave me, no one gave me slack for I, having Verlander. I know, and I'm like, wait a minute, Gray has an eight as well. What the hell? What did I do? <laughs> Maybe people just trying to give you slack. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem, JB. Maybe everyone commenting isn't my dog Ted. <laughs> they should be, because then my comments would be in love with me. <laughs> a love fest. Oh my, oh my god. god! I should put the uh, the video of Ted humping <laughs> your arm. He was hugging my arm. Even, it was not hugging. It was humping. Even Coogs agreed that it was, it was hugging not. and it not was, humping. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like NC seventeen, but it was definitely PG thirteen moving to TVMA. I mean, it was. There was like. <laughs> it was a little bit erotic. <laughs> for Ted, baby, and for you, baby. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Verlander. I, Verlander was actually what you, uh, I think what you just said about Syndergaard is how I felt like Verlander. I was looking at his stats uh, for the rankings, and I was trying to figure out if Verlander was a guy who I was going to be like, oh, my God, this is like, he's a bust waiting to happen. This is terrible. And then I look at him, and I'm like, that's actually, he took him, he changed his approach, and he looks pretty much like a, you know, a solid top ten starter. Uh, I, I wish I'm going to go back and find the audio of us arguing about <laughs> Verlander last year about how you hated him. No, I and did. You, I yeah, but he, that's what I'm saying. That's why I expected to feel the same. But isn't it better if I can I change my opinion to <laughs> make it more accurate? Uh, isn't it? <laughs> you be- want me? You want me to keep <laughs> saying the same wrong thing over and over? Actually, I kind of do because. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, you've got Kluber nine. I have him uh, six, but we both like Kluber. That's fine. And then uh, my biggie. I went super bold for you. I'm bold for you. <laughs> you song? Are you thinking you're talking to Ted again? Yeah. No, I I love Darvish too. I I think the only problem with Darvish is how many innings can he throw and can he stay healthy. But I. I think he could be like I, I think I said this on the a previous podcast. I think Darvish could be the number one starter for all baseball this year. Yeah, he he could be. I mean, I no. think I think Kershaw could come down a little bit, or you know, may, last year maybe wasn't a fluke. Maybe Kershaw is now a guy who gets little you know uh, small injuries yeah. and can't pitch the two hundred and twenty innings again. But Darvish. I think Darvish is just, if Darvish pitches 200 innings, he's a lock for top five starter, easy. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, 11.85 K rate last year with the career rest, career best velocity and career best walk rate. Really good to see off Tommy John, and we know that he's just dominant when healthy. So hopefully that can work out there. 
Um, okay, we're going to move a little quick. I mean, you got Quato 11, Carrasco 12. I think those are pretty standard-ish range. Um, yeah. I, I, Carrasco, I'll say uh, with Carrasco, maybe it's, you know, it, it's a little bit of a small sample size um, due to how many drafts I've been in, which is not that many so far. But in uh, the league where I got Carrasco, um, the Yahoo League, I drafted him way after a lot of stuff. I drafted him as the like 19th starter off the board. Like so wow, many yeah. starters went before Carrasco. I remember that, yeah, because uh, I was hanging out with you and Ted while you were drafting. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I was surprised I, uh, that late. I got great value for Carrasco. Um, and then, uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so number 13, you have Chris Archer. I do not like Chris Archer. Uh, is that because I traded him to you uh, last year? Oh, yeah, the the David Price for Archer trade. <laughs> like, here, I don't want this poisonous food. Why don't you give me that food you've defecated on? <laughs> I think you gave me something else, too, but it, it, it ended up not really helping anyone. I'm, I'm sick of herpes. Take it for my lupus. <laughs> Lupus. It's like, yeah, it's a, one disease pitcher for another. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, Chris Archer, I was expecting to be a little bit uh, more negative on after, but after looking at his stats, he did have good K's, and I'm a bit of a K whore. It was, it was hard to be too negative on Chris Archer, I'll be honest. I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of liked him more than I thought I was going to by just looking at his peripherals, but. Yeah, there's definitely there's a, a little bit of issues with his, uh, you know. I, well, you go ahead with this, you know, the K's and stuff. Yeah, with the, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the K's sl- with the slider. The K's know. are high, and the but the the slider wasn't quite as effective last year. But what really happened was hitters locked in on the fastball. If they saw fastball, they just murdered it, and then laid off the slider a little bit more. In 2015, 256 off his fastball with nine homers. Last year, 280 average with 17 homers off his fastball, yeah. and it lost a mile an hour. The only not way... The, not the slide. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Well, I was going to say, the only way I see Chris Archer getting being a top 20 pitcher is if, he A, he gets incredibly lucky with BABIP, or B, that changeup really comes along, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah. I was going to say, he, uh, he might have went the route of, like, a Pineda where you see Pineda's peripherals and you're like, wow, this guy's amazing. And then you own him and you're like, oh, my God, he just throws fastballs and gets rocked every start. Yeah. Stop throwing a fastball and getting rocked. That's the uh, Chris Archer Pineda owner. Yeah, and I, I – you know, you like, we'll get to Pineda later, but I think Pineda's a Pineda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, see. Uh, you like Carlos Martinez a little bit more than me as well. You have him fourteen. I have him twenty-three. I like Carlos Martinez, but just the, you you said you're a K whore, and everything should point to him being a K whore with you. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that is. Uh, you know, with, with his his K rate hasn't been there. It wasn't there at least last year, but he did have a nine plus K rate the year before in 180 innings. I think true. I, I think he could have a nine plus K rate again. I, uh, you know, when I I ranked him, I gave him like a. I mean, when I projected him, I gave him like a eight point seven, eight point eight uh, K rate, like a little under a nine. But I think it can even go higher. 
I uh, yeah, he's only 25 years old. I'm yeah, I'm a fan of Carlos Martinez. I think he's a I think he's a solid like I think he's safer than his age maybe would you know tell you. And I think there's upside. So you know, a solid floor with upside. It's not, it's that's pretty good. Did you move Jacob Degrom down because you have him fifteen yeah. and I have him fifteen? And my opening line was, I think I think Gray's not too smart for having Degrom that high. Wait, no, yeah, I did because okay. I had uh, I had a tier of pitchers at fifteen with uh, David Price, and I was saying, and I said to avoid at that point, but. Then David Price got injured. You know, he had elbow problems. So I had to move David Price out of that tier. So I had to fill that tier with someone else. And David and Jacob Degrom is the other guy who, in the top twenty, is like total avoid with Degrom. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm avoiding him too. Um, he, I actually almost drafted him in NFBC. He lasted really long for some reason. I think yeah, they well, read that's us. The, uh, that's sort of like the juggling act between like, you know, oh. Uh, like David Price does that now too. If you see, if you're in a draft with David Price, suddenly David Price is going in like you know the hundred and ten, hundred and twenty area, and people are like, "Well, at that value, I'll I'll take it." And then you know you get to like you know May, and you're like, "Oh, why do I have David Price on my team? Yeah. It's terrible." Yeah. Um, so, but I- Degrom, in his you know his defense, he's not as bad. Off, I don't think is David Price as of right this second. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I'd rather have Degrom as well. I just but you don't you don't really want him. I, I don't really want him. Uh, you've got Strasburg sixteenth. I have him tenth. Uh, I think it's just uh, you, you're worried about the elbow stuff. I am. Yeah. I am as well. But I don't know. I just think I think he has upside over Degrom, Martinez. Archer, etc. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't want to have anything to do with Strasburg after owning him last year and hearing that he's still, you know, he never had surgery. He still got tendon issues. I, I'm just not really, cons- I'm, I mean, I'm not really interested in drafting my number one starter having elbow issues already. It's just, it's not worth the headache. Um, uh, I, I can't uh, really disagree yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, number 17th among your starters, Danny Duffy. We kind of talked about him a little bit in the open. I have him 20th. I mean, I still like him. I think his breakout's legit. His stuff looks legit, that's for sure. But I, Everything I just, does. I thought everything looked legit, it, really, when that, I looked at it. that wear-down concern. Uh, his last seven starts last year, 637 ERA, 157 whip, and his fastball started losing a tiny bit of velocity. I didn't... Yeah, I would have to... I mean, I guess I could open the page. I'd have to see exactly, you know, because like, and when you're looking at that small of a sample size, maybe he got, you know, maybe a uh, a bad call and someone hit a three run home run or you know, like it's not a huge sample size when you're just looking at September. Well, I mean, for, uh, for a normal, yeah, I mean, granted, maybe maybe he did, you know, maybe he did tire down a little bit or um, tire. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's an issue, but I don't know if I can get from April to August with a three, you know, three twenty, uh, 3.2 ERA. And then he has a crappy September. I'll deal with that then. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that concerned. 
I mean, for for a normal pitcher that pitches 200 innings to wear down at the end or, or like, have a bad year at the end, that's fine. But just because – but it's because Duffy's never pitched close to that many innings before is why yeah. I, I found no, that. I, yeah, I mean, that's a legitimate concern. I I think, you know, Duffy's a little bit – he's a little bit older, so he's outside of that whole, like, you know, you can't – under 25-year-old pitchers shouldn't throw – more than 30 innings, more than their previous year. Duffy's 28, so that's it shouldn't be an issue with his arm for, for that reason. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he did tire in September, but he should be fine now. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I've, it feels like we're quibbling a little bit because you like him too. I like him too, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're close. So, yeah, uh, yeah we, and we need to move quicker because we're, we're vastly running out of time already. <laughs> An hour in, and we're only 20, 20 pitchers in. Uh, we both like Maeda a lot. You have him 18, I have him 16. We both think if he can get up to like 200 innings, he could be a monster. Yeah. He's uh, he's another one like a uh, Carlos Martinez, where I feel like if he gives you 200 innings, I think you're going to be really happy with you know everything with like, from wins, ERA, and WHIP uh, to Ks, I think you're. I think you're going to be really happy with Maeda, and he feels for a guy who's only in the second year of the uh, majors, he feels really safe too. So I like Maeda yeah, a lot. Yeah, he kind of does feel safe. You're right. Uh, you've got Danny Salazar, 19. I have him 22. We're pretty close there, and he seems to be lasting in drafts way too long. I would have uh-huh. taken him. I was like. Yeah, he was another one. I almost, I should have drafted him too. I think I, uh, I forget who I took, but I should have drafted him in NFBC. He lasted until like pick like 115 or something. Yeah, it's about that for us too. Oh my God, is the is the hot pot wasabi sauce going down your throat again? Oh my God, I almost died at Shabu Shabu with JB. That was really scary. It I really was thought scary. I was gonna die. Yeah, um, a lot okay, of people Okay, we got did. no time for anecdotes. Moving on. Oh, fine, whatever. All right. Party okay. pooper. Uh, you've got Garrett Cole, 20. Where do I have him? 17. I don't like him as a person, but he could be a decent value. Sure. Agreed? Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, no, I think we're we're pretty close on him. I mean, okay. yeah. Uh, you have Quintana, 21. I don't like Quintana at all. I mean... Really? Why? Well, that's... Now, there we go. Now we're talking. What's wrong with Quintana? Because he's so boring. His K rate is under 8. The He's not going to get wins. They're a terrible team. I know projecting wins is a fool's errand, but whatever. Uh, and he actually had his worst XFIP since 2012. I know it's just kind of metricsy and whatever, and he's safe, but... I. I don't want a safe third pitcher at 21 overall. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been so solid for like four, what is it, four straight years now. He's been he's been really like he's been about the safest pitcher in the major leagues for four straight years. But I feel like he doesn't win you leagues. He just helps you maintain a middling pitching staff. Yeah, I mean. No, I don't know. You know, I, 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 mean, fair, I mean, no, it's a, it's an interesting point. I think, uh, you know, I think he's, if he can continue to do, and there's no reason to think he can. Like, in his peripherals, I think even you'll agree that it looks like he's a 3.3 ERA guy with 180 Ks. Like, that's who he looks like. 
right? I mean, you would you would agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's probably I want to say ERA um, ERA wise, that's probably top fifteen for projections. Like if you're gonna give a guy a three three ERA, that's pretty. I mean, and to say that. That's more like more than likely going to be exactly where he's going to be. That's really like that's a solid starter. That's a a rock solid low end number one, high end number two. Uh, like, do you but, want him as your number one? Yeah, probably. It's not very exciting for a number one, but I think uh, you know if you're going to go the route of like taking like a Quintana, Lackey, uh, Smiley type. Uh, rotation and not go for the crazy upside and just be like, I'm going to take a bunch of cheap guys that'll give me a solid ERA and I'll figure out K's. You know, I'll get maybe a Andrew Miller or a Batances and, you know, Batances. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, I mean, there's different routes you could take. Quintana's not necessarily the most exciting number one, but he's a really solid number two. Uh- uh, I mean, I'm all for solid number twos. You got that's what that's what Ted tells me. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. Just he's he's a 120 plus whip guy. I know it was 116 last year. Whatever. K's yeah. K's are not excited. I just I I don't know. I, I think he's gonna regress in the wins a tiny bit. I think he was a little lucky last year. I don't know. We'll see. Um. All right. Let me go through and pick some. Let me, I'm gonna start skipping around. Pick interesting people now. Uh, we both like John Lackey this year as a good value. I'm with you. Yeah, there. John Lackey's been surprising so far uh, where he's been going. I actually just drafted him in the NFBC league yeah. because he's just going so late. I actually, I think I, now that I think about it, I think I took him in the Yahoo league too. I mean, for a guy who, you know, I, I think at this point, you know, Lackey's going to be exactly what you think he is. I don't think he's necessarily going to be, you know, He's not going to be that exciting, but Lackey and Quintana, not really that huge of a difference, right? Well, I mean, the- you take a few less, maybe a few less Ks, um, maybe a little bit more ERA from Lackey, but you're he's a safer bet for 13 to 15 wins. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ks were better for Lackey last year. but Yeah, they in, were. In I don't general, know if that's necessarily going to stay. Yeah, but. in general, I think they're a push in almost all categories, except for I think Lackey could, if he pitches 200 innings, could get 20 wins on that team. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. No, I agree. Quintana so, might get yeah, 10 that's wins. Actually, so that's, that's my good, difference. Uh, that's a good sort of uh, uh, Lackey or Quintana. That's a good, like, surprisingly, you know, a guy who you're like, Oh, Quintana's going uh, 60 picks before him. It's got to be Quintana. And then you look at Lackey and you're like, huh, they are kind of similar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You've got uh, Lackey 26. I have him 31. So you actually like Lackey over me, which makes me sad. Um, Therefore, that's, I mean, at this point, it's kind of the same though. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't like Kevin Gaussman at all. And it's not, I don't really have the best ways to quantify it. I just, when I watch him, nothing just like explodes anymore <laughs> that sounded really weird um, <laughs> <laughs> it's no it's not a solid number two when it explodes no no it's not at all uh, i've got him 40 yeah he had a great k to walk uh, i think he's just a little too much fastball splitter i don't like the park 
the the Orioles have. When's the last time the Orioles have had a really good pitcher? Eric Bedard. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jim Palmer? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, and all of that is like not, I mean, everyone listening is like, none of that mattered. Like, and you're, you're pretty, you might be right, but I, uh, I don't I like, know. I like it. I like Gaussman, so I, I don't agree. I think, uh, you know, he's what, top, maybe top 10, at least top 10, maybe top five for fastball velocity. I think, sure, but I think so could, is like Ruby Delarosa. No, I know, and, and so is Eovaldi. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I mean, it's not that's not everything, but I mean, Gaussman is also a very low, uh, like a two and a half to a two walk guy. He's got an eight point five to nine K rate. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, if he gets a little bit lucky, he can have a sub three ERA. I mean, Gaussman is. I think this is the year he breaks out. Um, like, what is, is this like his third? This is going to be around his third year in the majors, or th- or maybe uh, fourth, but like third if you discount the year he went back and forth from the bullpen. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Gasman is he's a breakout waiting to happen this year. I think there's definite potential there. I can't disagree that there's not potential because yeah, like you said, he throws hard, had good K's last year. I don't know, and, just, and good control. Not pretty, only just good K's, good control. Good control. He just had a high left on base, gives up homers, and he's going to in that park. The next I, guy in my list is someone I'm really annoyed I haven't gotten yet, but I'm really excited for if I can get him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are excited for McCullers. You have he's going. Him. He's actually people are so excited. He's he's being overpriced. At I, this I point. think he is. Uh, agree. You've got him 28, and I have him 27. So I mean, we're on the same page. Yeah. No, the rankings wise, we're on the same page, but draft wise. His ADP is flying up the charts. Yeah. I think uh, in my NFBC, uh, McCullers went like, uh, I want to say like maybe ninth or 10th round. No, even maybe before that. He went so early. I was like, damn, I want him, but I'm not going to pay that price. Oh, he went in the eighth round. So to give you an idea of how high his, uh, he went right before Porcello and right after Quintana. So, pretty high. I mean, for a guy who, you know, has never really thrown more than 150 innings, uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a concern. I mean, that's 150 innings across majors and minors combined. I mean, he's not, he hasn't really had any, like, signs that he can throw 180 plus innings. I, I think that's a pipe dream. But, I do like him. I think the innings you're going to get from him are going to be amazing. I think you're probably looking at closer to, you know, 160 to 170 for innings. Yeah. Uh, he looked, I saw him in the uh, Astros Cardinals oh, how'd game. how he look? He looks pretty good. Um, yeah. There was one pit. It seemed like he was throwing, like, closer to mid-90s, but I think it was his first start, I think, so probably just ramping up. He did have one clock at 96 where someone was swinging, so I don't know if – it was like catching some of the bat speed or what, but I don't know. He was he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me look for some. Yeah. Pineda is a pinata. I I don't understand why you like Pineda. <laughs> this is peripherals just looks so beautiful. Oh my god, he's uh, Nolasco, and you know, know it. Like, he could be Nolasco. <laughs> I agree. He could be Nolasco, but god damn it, it's 
so hard to understand a guy who who can have a 10 plus K rate and a under three walk rate and not have them be good. It's just like that doesn't compute. So you got to, I, I don't know. I mean, worst comes to worst, you bite the bullet and take a, uh, you know, he's just someone who he could easily be like a 2-7 ERA, 200K plus guy. I mean, he's someone who could easily be just like flat out top 10 pitcher. Um there's also a chance he could have a four eight ERA like he did last year. Yeah, that's that. I I have him I have him all the way down at seventy fifth <laughs> to your thirty two. Wow, yeah, yeah that's I, really well, low. That's, that's assuming he's going to be a four uh, five ERA guy. Oh yeah, you have him that low. Yeah, uh, his uh, fastball change and cutter. Those are his three pitches are all within the same eight mile an hour range, and he just has no command. He has control. He'll get him over the plate somehow. But, I mean, at some point we've got to be like, you know, this is two straight full seasons where he's been, you know, oh, my God, the metrics should love him. He doesn't walk anyone. This is amazing. Yeah. I know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a there's big sample now. There's something There's something just not computing. But, damn it, this stuff isn't beautiful. I mean, it's just something. something's there, man. I don't know. I'm – I think it's worth the uh, it's worth the flyer to see if you can get you know I think he he's going around like 150 overall so if you can get a you know take a flyer on a guy who's going 150 overall that could be a top 25 overall guy I mean I think it's it's the kind of thing you got to take you you're not going to get like uh, you know like if, P- if Pineda goes if everything goes right for Pineda he could be better than you know, a guy, if everything goes right for Quintana, for instance. Like, Quintana, everything goes right for him, he's still going to be exactly who you think he is. Um, but Pineda, everything goes right, and you're talking about a guy who's just, he could be flat-out brilliant. May I, I just don't see it. Because I, I don't think he has the, the variance in velocities. I don't think he's suddenly going to get command. I, I don't know. All right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> John Gray, another guy you like a lot. You have him 33. I have him in the not touching him because he pitches in cores range. Oh, really? Wow. You're way off on him, huh? Yeah. I've got him at 66. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's another guy. He's like 10-plus you know, K rate. Uh, sure. Decent command. Not terrible. Sure. And, I mean, really, the 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 one downside for him is cores, which is uh, admittedly it's a pretty big downside. That's about the worst downside you could have versus uh, <laughs> right. not having right. a UCL or something. <laughs> Although Ari yeah, Dickey did not, okay without not actually having an elbow would be yeah uh, just about as bad. I think uh, Gray last year he had a four point three ERA at home in eighty three innings. Uh, for you know, for twenty uh, last year, I think he was twenty four years old. So you know, for a twenty four year old to have you know a nine a, a ten plus K rate and a four point three ERA in course, he just needs to get just a, t- a tad bit better on that, and then dominate on the road. And that's a three five ERA. But he that's didn't you, that's dominate he needs on to the do. road. Why? Why was he bad on the road? I mean, he was terrible on the road. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly. Let's let's not look at the uh, oh the road <laughs> ERA for John Gray because it was not good. But yeah, 
I don't, it, it's just like he's so good. I mean, you watch him, it's like the stuff is there. All right, we, we've got a we're almost at the end of time, and I still want to try to finish pitchers as best we can. Uh, we got another 70 to go. Oh, uh, we're just going to fly through. Uh, you've got uh, James Paxton, 41. I have him 30. We both like Paxton a lot. Yeah, yep. sure do. You got You should talk about the guy who you really love, who I don't like at all, really. Why do you not like Sean Mania? No, you should go ahead. Say why you like him, please. Uh, he was good last year. His last 14 starts had a 244 ERA. Uh, great K to walk. Yeah, his strikeout rate isn't huge, but I mean, I have him 32. It's not like I think he's a top 15 pitcher. He struggled a little bit out of the gate. He was a top prospect. And he looked really good after he, you know, was a little bumpy to start. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, why do you hate Sean Mania? <laughs> well, I hate him for multiple reasons. One is the reason you were saying before about the, uh, the jump in innings. I think, his innings went from nothing to 150, which is that's a concern for me. I think his also his K rate was seven and a half last year, uh, 7.7. I think with his stuff, it reads to me more like a he's more to me more like an under seven and a half K rate guy. So even less Ks uh, next year. So at 100 and 60 innings say being generous that's a lot of innings he's still only going to strike out like 140 guys eh, i mean 140 guys on a lousy team that he may not get 10 wins uh a three six to three eight era that isn't really a pitcher i would ever get excited about i mean that there's i don't see the upside really is i mean that's a big problem he pitched 165, 166 innings last year. In a, uh, yeah, no, a, I'm saying the jumping a. innings from the, from 2015 to last year. I know. There was a huge jump. There, he, he jumped almost 100 innings. What? Or, maybe, he, he or picked, like 75 innings. He, like I said, he pitched, what did I just say, 160-some-odd innings across all levels last year. Why wouldn't he be able to go up to like 180, 190? He's 25. No, I'm saying in 2015, the year before, he he didn't pitch barely at all. He pitched like 70 innings. That's fine, but he and made then the go jump. From 70 innings to 160 innings. I think that's a concern. So you think but, he's going to get hurt? Yeah, I don't think he can. I don't. You know, you're talking about Duffy's stamina. I think it's a major concern with uh, Manaya. I don't think he can really. I don't think he can get to 160 innings, but. If he does, even if he does get to 160 innings with a seven and a half K rate, you're looking at a, a one 140 Ks overall. A three seven five 140 Ks, barely ten wins because the team's terrible. That's not a that's not an exciting pitcher to uh, own. I think I think you're that's you're, a streamer in a lot of leagues. I think you're too pessimistic on the innings. He had 32 strikeouts in his last 34.1 innings last year. Uh, last six starts, so the K's were coming What's up. Your, where are you getting the last six start thing? Is that your, is that your new thing, the last six starts? What? <laughs> Every, everyone is about finished, the last six starts. Finish the year strong. What do you want from me? Throws hard. <laughs> he throws 92.3 on the fastball. Got a great changeup and great slider. I I think you're underselling. I think, I think he's a, a breakout. Yes, the wins. I, I can't argue against that, even if he has – a great 180 inning season, he might get 10 wins, but yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, you know, wins are fluky. I'm not going to necessarily argue, stay away from just because of the wins, but I think everything combined, he's going to end up, I think at the end of the season, he's end up around a top 50 starter overall, which is fine. I don't think it's necessarily that great. Um, in a 10-12 team league, that's barely ownable. Look at who you almost ranked the same as me. You ranked Joe Ross 45, and I had him 38. We were so close. Yeah, baby. I love we the way get that. We should get that group to come on the podcast live. I, 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 someone said who it really was. I have some remix version. I don't know. Where are you now? <laughs> uh, we, uh, I'm going to try to cherry pick a couple more here. I know we didn't get through. Actually, you know what? That group probably listens to this podcast. They probably do. <laughs> we have played them almost every they episode. Are probably, they're probably every time. They probably own Joe Ross everywhere because of this <laughs> podcast. Um, do you want to do a couple more names or do you want to finish pitchers next show? We'll do it for like a few minutes and then. Uh, yeah. What are we at? 60 overall. Yeah. I don't know. know. It's up to you. If you want to, we can power through. It's getting, I I think it's a little bit, again, a little long in the tooth, this podcast. Uh, let's, let's, we'll we'll finish some more pitching debates next show. We just know that we'll, we'll just, uh, we'll end with Joe Ross and we'll begin with Joe Ross next episode. (laughs) Where are you now? (laughs) Hey, uh, JB, where are we in the podcast? Where are you now? <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week to talk more spring training, World Baseball Classic, if anything really matters there. Um, we've got uh, some guests we're going to try to have on for the show. Stuff like that should be a lot of fun, and we'll, of course, finish the pitcher ranking. So we'll catch you next week. Gray. I I miss you in person. Your mustache oh, is man. so fun. To... Yeah, we miss you too, JBZ. Oh, it's so Uh-oh. fun to so fun to twiddle with the mustache. <laughs> that wasn't a mustache. Whoa! Oh, hey. Okay. On that note, we're out of here. Talk to you next week, Ray. <laughs> Why was your bye so late? <laughs> Uh, I'm keeping that in because it sounds like you're dying. <laughs> I died at the very end of the podcast this week. <laughs> Wait. Ugh. Ugh.